Well, hello and welcome to another week of Binge Watch, the podcast where we take a look at the hottest new TV and film releases on streaming television platforms. I'm Hannah Fernando, the editor of Woman Magazine. Yes, you are. And I'm Ian McEwen, writer on uh, TV and Satellite Week magazine, among others. Um, And today we're looking at the new releases for the week starting Friday the 27th of November 2020, including Disney's new adaptation of Black Beauty. Yes, and we'll also be looking at the Netflix dance documentary, Dance Dreams, Hot Chocolate Nutcracker, as well as, oh, this week's just meant for me, it's all about lovely Christmas happy things, isn't it? Uh, Disney's (laughs) Christmas film, Noel. But first, Ian, please do tell me what is in the news. Well, uh, Jamie Foxx is going to be starring in uh, The Burial on Amazon Prime. Now, uh, this is based on a true story, and it's about a bankrupt funeral home owner who recruits a charismatic lawyer to help him sue a rival businessman after a deal goes badly wrong. Christmas is nearly upon us, as you can tell from the all the festive programming that's already on that we're previewing um so we're actually going to have a little look ahead to what's going to be on the telly box over christmas um so uh yeah jamie fox who we just mentioned he's going to be in a pixar adventure on disney um he's going to be the voice of joe who is a music teacher on the brink of his big break in a jazz quartet also features the fantastic tina fey from 30 Rock and our very own Graham Norton. So in terms of what we call normal telly, uh, the thing I'm looking forward to most is the return of Wurzel Gummidge, this time with Shirley Henderson uh, guesting. The two Wurzel films were an absolute highlight of last Christmas, and this one I think will be again. Now, what, what are you looking forward to, Hannah? A lot of things come up every year at Christmas, don't they? Anything caught your eye? The things that come every year are called The Midwife, um, a BBC One yes. favourite. Um, you just can't really go wrong with that, can you? It's absolutely brilliant. So I'm absolutely looking forward to that. And I think that many people are. You kind of feel like Christmas is, is here once you know once that's on. Um, of course, you'd have The Great British Bake Off um, on Channel 4. And, and obviously Strictly starts you kind of know you're on that Christmas countdown and there is indeed that yes. show called The Christmas Countdown which is a which is a traditional Christmas special. Absolutely. And then a couple of biggies we should mention on uh, Netflix. There's The Midnight Sky which is a post-apocalyptic tale directed by and starring George Clooney as a scientist stationed in the Arctic and then also uh, eagerly anticipated Netflix period drama Bridgerton uh, yeah so this is set in Regency London and um, it's about a young lady uh, making her debut on the marriage market so it sounds quite sort of Jane Austen-esque doesn't it it really does I think that will I think that will go down very very well with the viewers at Christmas I mean I mean, they're talking about kind of coming out of lockdown and being able to see people, but I think TV more than ever is is, is everybody's friend right now, isn't it? It's all quite uh, kiddie-friendly this week, the new shows that we're looking at, and you're going to kick off with one which I think this is right up your street. Uh, It's a... it's an equine, an equine drama. That's all I'm going to say. Yes. So Black Beauty uh, on Disney. Absolutely fantastic. We touched on this last week. Um, 
starring Mackenzie Foy, Kate Winslet voices Black Beauty. Should we have a little listen? My Mustang's got a real mean streak. She's just angry. She was rounded up and taken away from her family. What's her name? I haven't given her a name yet. I heard you lost your family, too. You really are beautiful. That's what I'll call you. Black beauty. So this is obviously based on the novel by Anna Sewell, and it's just a complete um, remake of, of, of Black Beauty, as you'd imagine, and it's, it's incredibly well done, and it brings Black Beauty completely to life. So if you had tears the first time round, or even when you read the book, which, you know, you'd have to have a heart of stone if you didn't, um, you, you know, you're gonna cry. It's a real roller coaster ride. Is it one for you, Ian? I, I mean, I know my family's gonna love it. Yeah, I think it's great. It's got one of my favorite actors in it, um, Ian Glenn, who people will know from Game of Thrones and lots of other things. It's a very touching story. A lot of it looks a bit like um, an advert for a certain bank. Uh, cause it's <laughs> of, it does actually. <laughs> lots of it really does. No, fantastic footage of beauty running free, and, and of course it's got the sort of you know it's the troubled child um, really connecting with with this horse that's also had had a difficult kind of journey, was captured and taken away from from her family. So yeah, I just think it's really nicely done, and um, yeah, it's a tearjerker. It's a tearjerker. But it is a feel-good film because I think, like you say, the, the, the girl has had a difficult, sort of troublesome upbringing, if you like, and then, of course, um, finds the best friend in, in this horse. And the, the, the sad part is when they go away again and then trying to, to get her back. And it's, um, yeah, it's a tearjerker, but it's lovely. Really well done. Absolutely, and beautifully shot in uh, South Africa. Really, yeah, beautiful scenery. Now, uh, something slightly different, uh, a documentary, a one-off documentary on Netflix. It's called Dance Dreams Hot Chocolate Nutcracker. Uh, let's have a listen to a clip. As a young girl, the Nutcracker was so important to me. <laughs> but I decided to take it on with different styles of dance and music and make it fun. I've never even seen a regular Nutcracker. The only thing I know is hot chocolate. So you're probably far too young, Hannah, to remember uh, the series Fame about the uh, all the young musicians and singers and dancers uh, trying to make it. Well, Debbie Allen uh, played the dance teacher Lydia Grant uh, in the original TV series, and she is a uh, very famous choreographer and she has her own dance academy and basically this goes behind the scenes uh, as they get ready for their annual extravaganza so it's their version of the ballet um, the Nutcracker but this is very much for dancers of all ages all backgrounds the message is very much that you know you should treat it as a kind of way of being the best you can be in in your life as well but uh, you know apart from the message it's the costumes are great the dance is great the kids are fantastic who are involved in it it's just it's just a real christmas treat and extravaganza isn't it 
It is really good, and I think that the kind of thing that underpins it all is just how tough this world is, but the blood, sweat and tears that, that they go through to get to that final thing is um, is phenomenal. Now, I think this week's most Christmassy offering, it falls to you, Hannah, to tell us about. What is it? Oh, yes. I'm so excited about this. OK, so this is Noel, and it's on Disney+. Plus. Now, before I say anything, let's have a little listen. My name is Noelle Kringle. Morning, princess. My partridge in a pear tree underwear needs washing. Oh, well, then my Christmas wish has been granted. Christmas runs in my family. My dad was Santa, and now it's my brother Nick's turn to wear the hat. Okay, so this is a comedy, um, and it is quite funny. It's, I mean, it's really um, easy viewing. I'd be lying if I said it was anything but, but it's absolutely the kind of film that you'd put on with the family and um, you'd know Christmas has arrived. I mean, it absolutely sums it up. So the, it, Nick Kringle is the family. Nick Kringle has taken over, um, or about to take over the first year, the big job of the big man, Santa Claus. Um, he is going to be Father Christmas. So his father did it previously, and now he is. Um, except he's a really stressed Father Christmas, and he really struggles with a whole thing. So his sister says, look, uh, you need a weekend away. Except he doesn't return. Well, I I must admit, I'm already feeling a bit Christmas out, but I, I did like this because I really like Bill Hader, who plays Nick Kringle. Um... And also uh, Anna Kendrick, who was in that George Clooney film, Up in the Air, and also is a, is a real musical comedy star. She's great as his sister, and I think she's got, yeah, she's got a bit of a Tina Fey kind of vibe about her. But it's written by uh, the writer-director of Miss Congeniality and Two Weeks Notice, so it's got a lot of adult jokes in it well you know more suitable for adults and it's about the sort of bit like the santa claus the tim allen movie it's about the kind of collision of the world of santa and the real world and that's what's really funny but i do, I do think the jokes for anyone thinking about watching it with children i do think the jokes would go over you know those kind of things that are a bit more adult would go straight over a child's head you know i think they would get wrapped up in the the story of this and the animation of lovely little reindeer floating around in the air that do everything and are really magical. It's got the great Shirley MacLaine as Noelle's uh, childhood nanny. Um, and also they've got lots of a bit of a modern spin on it, like they're all using Apple Macs and they're thinking of use it, having an online delivery platform for Santa's presence. And like, uh, yeah, Nick Kringle tries his hand at like taking a yoga class. So, yeah, there's lots of fun stuff to enjoy. I, I love a bad Santa, though. It's just really funny. And I think there's one scene in it where she's um, walking. She, she's gone into sort of the real world rather than Christmas world. And she's uh, she's in the in the street and there's somebody who's well they're dressed up as santa but they don't have their trousers on she's like you're so naughty can you put some trousers on that's a really serious job your father christmas you know and it's kind of like how that magical world hits the real world it, it, it's fun really fun yeah santa should wear trousers uh so. he should. <laughs> the moral of that film <laughs> now the last thing we're looking at this week we're actually a tiny bit late with it because it it actually arrived on Thursday the 25th of November but it's a film called Uncle Frank uh, it stars Paul Bettany it's on Amazon Prime here's a clip I never knew why Daddy Mac was so mean to Uncle Frank he was the kind of person I wanted to be 
smart and funny and considerate. You're going to be the person you decide to be. You're going to be the person everyone else tells you are. You get to choose. Can I come visit you sometime? Hi, I'm Frank Smith. Oh my god, Beth, nice meeting you. Frank, don't tell me you were coming. That's because he doesn't know. He doesn't know. So this is a road trip movie. Paul Bessany, uh, who you will know from uh, the Iron Man films, of course, he plays the voice of uh, the computer. Um, and he was in Master and Commander with Russell Crowe. Wonderful film. So in this, he's playing um, a gay professor uh, who hasn't come out of the closet to his family. But he's been kind of he's been a bit of a father figure to his niece, Beth. And he's always advised her to sort of, you know, be who you want to be, not who other people want you to be. Um, but when she comes to visit in, him in New York, she discovers that he's he is gay and he's in a gay relationship. And they have to go on this road trip back to the family homestead because the, the dad has died. Um, and Frank's boyfriend sort of uh, unexpectedly <laughs> comes along. This actually was shown at the Sundance film festival and i think the consensus was that bethany is kind of better than the material um i enjoyed it what did what did you think of this one hannah yeah i think it is i think yeah it's enjoyable i don't think it's anything sort of right home about should i is that fair to say i don't think it's sort of like amazing but i think that the kind of idea that somebody feel still feels that they can't come out is just really sad and the fact that um you know kind of being true to yourself and th there'll be lots of people that can identify with it so i think on on a number of levels it it works i love seeing bethany in in a leading role because i think what he's a very underrated character actor so for that alone it's worth seeing um now, something on Terrestrial, uh, which I think we can all relate to <laughs> this week, it's on Sunday on Channel 4. It's called um, Escape to Barbados. And I don't know if you remember that there was this welcome stamp offer by the Barbados government in the summer, basically saying, why don't you come and work in Barbados if you can work remotely? Come and live here for a year. And in this documentary, they're talking to Brits who... who did that they applied successfully and they are as we speak you know living this wonderful sun-kissed life um in barbados for 12 months i'm a kind of i kind of having spoken to this family from Man it left rainy manchester and took them their kids to go and live in barbados i'm kind of regretting not doing it aren't you I, hannah I, yeah i mean this is like the best thing ever and we probably could have done it i mean we can work from anywhere in the world can't we so we absolutely should have taken advantage of this uh, just incredible I, I suppose you've got to so once you're there i mean the idea is because of course covid19 has had a really detrimental effect on their tourism hasn't it and so the idea was that they would be bringing people in and spending money within their economy so kind of the idea behind it was really really good i'd love to know I'd love to interview these people a year on, if you like, and see whether they're ready to come home or whether they've kind of, whether their life slowed down or what that looks like. It's kind of almost like a reality television show, isn't it? We've come to that time in the podcast where we like to find out what you've been binging on, Hannah. Uh, if you've had time to do any binging. I know you've been very busy. <laughs> I know it has been a busy week. Well, I watched a Christmas film at the weekend. You won't be surprised to know. Um, but I'll leave that there because we've done enough Christmas for today. Um, but The Crown. I think it would be wrong not to talk about The Crown because, of course... Well, it's in um, the news. It's in the news. Um, 
And I'm, I'm a huge fan, and I know you are, of The Crown, and I'm a huge fan of Gillian Anderson, so I was really excited to see her in the role of, of Margaret Thatcher. Now, I sat down and kind of watched it along with everybody else and wanted to kind of see how she bedded in, because it's, it's quite, a, quite a character, isn't it, really? I mean, Margaret Thatcher is a, is, a, is a big character to take on, and she does speak in a certain way, but she, she does it really, really well, but it... I think people, critics, have, have been really hard on her and they're saying that she's overacting the part. Um, and that she, and I've, I've actually gone onto YouTube to listen to Margaret Thatcher. She, she is, she's quite laboured when she speaks. Yes. Um, and to be fair, I think she's really studied her because she is really trying hard to mimic her movements and that voice. And I think people are quite quick to judge her, to be honest with you. It's also come under a huge amount of criticism because they're saying it's just inaccurate. And, you know, the, kind of the, the whole Diana and Charles years. I mean, I suppose many people remember them. So it's always going to have a bit more of a spotlight on it, I guess. Um, but Netflix have, have come out and kind of they've given images of particular uh, scenes where they've got Diana and Charles and exactly the same poses and dresses and everything to kind of, I suppose, show that they have done their homework on it and their diligence on it. But um, yeah, a bit of a shame, really, because it was on a real high and everyone's having a bit of a go. But I don't suppose I'll stop watching. No, and I mean, yeah, the, the issue is that they're saying the writer's taken too much too much license with sort of dramatizing events but um i think this series is really good uh, as good mm. as it's been so um mm. i shall continue watching and, and i love it because it's as i say it's a part of it's times we remember now i've been uh, taking a look at trial four on netflix which is a rather interesting documentary series it's about this <clears throat> chap called sean ellis who was um who was convicted of the murder of a Boston policeman and spent 22 years in jail. And it's looking at his case and also about the corruption that was uh, prevalent in the Boston Police Department and how that affected his arrest and trial and so on. And I've also watched, on a similar note, um, so there's this new series of films called Small Axe on the BBC. And the first one, directed by Steve McQueen, is called Mangrove, and it's about this mangrove restaurant in Ladbroke Grove um, that back in the day, um, a group of people, including the owner, were protesting about police brutality, and they were arrested, and it's about their trial. It's time to have a, just a very quick look at what we're going to be talking about next week. There's some good stuff coming up. Mm. So um, one of my favourites, the Tim Roth thriller series tin star is back on sky atlantic um and this time it's relocating from america to liverpool for its last series so i'm really looking forward to that and i would recommend if anyone's not seen ser series one and two check it out because it's superb we'll also be looking at mank a netflix film from director david fincher that's got gary oldman playing uh, the alcoholic screenwriter herman j mankiewicz uh, he's best known for Orson Welles' Citizen Kane. Uh, mm. Now, what else are we going to be looking at next week, Hannah? Um, we're going to be looking at Earth at Night in colour, um, which actually is really interesting because when you, you kind of see night cameras, it's usually black and white, isn't it? This is Apple TV Plus. Kind of Apple TV do a lot of this kind of thing, I think, now, and they're, they're really good and credible at it. Um, so Tom Hiddleston narrates. Uh, it's a wildlife um, series, and it's obviously about the nocturnal life in the natural world. So, yeah. Lovely. Well, good. plenty to look forward to. But in the meantime, 
Keep watching.